0: Love the nouns, love the pronouns impersonal and personal. Love the words from ELFM eu
1: canto.
2: Clara's children come to the school where I work and she would always ask me to come and she said, oh, you'd fit in. I said, I've never played. She said, it doesn't matter. Anybody can play. And I said, I'm too old. She says, no, it doesn't matter. And she forced me to come and I've been here ever since, two years since. I'm still coming every week. It's just uplifting for me. I would probably say more than anything it's uplifting. Well, this the team, they're just amazing. It's like they've got all, every kind of person, every age, and they're just, all, just so welcome and it just, just gives you a bit of a boost.
3: Oh, really? I honestly can't speak of it well enough. I think um, for me as well, um, I come from an ethnic minority background, um, and often you can go to places and not necessarily feel like you fit in. But here, the um, community of people is just so diverse. Um, everybody brings something different to the table, and everybody celebrates everything about everyone, and that's really unusual as well. It's made me fitter for definite, but it's just been included and not. Sort of like being judged because
2: oh you know, you're too old to play kind of thing. It's just come on, have a go. But uh, I think uh,
4: the mental health is uh, the, for the the mental health part as well. I think is very important because for for some of us that come abroad and don't have the family support here, this uh, becomes your uh, your support as well. So it, it ends up being great for your mental health as well. Not being not. For you, for you not to feel so iz- isolated. Yeah, in Portuguese, i um, Portuguese. Have uh, yeah, have more people: Indian, Bangladesh
2: people, British in- people. I think we've got we've got them from Spain, Portugal, Angola, Pakistan, Romania, Germany, England, of course. We've got them from everywhere. We've got them everywhere from everywhere, really. I don't even where's Doris from, Clara?
3: But we all enjoy each other's company, we enjoy a little chit-chat in between playing but it's a, a high-energy sport that we all seem to enjoy, which is great to see so many women enjoying that. Being on the first time I came, I was on the floor twice. I've got out to the floor twice. But, yeah, no-one wants to lose. Yeah, I think it's difficult as well, um, especially when you've got children. So it's difficult to find things to do that you can still get involved in. But sometimes, uh, you know, you, you've got to either get the childcare or um, my children are luckily old enough that they can actually come along here. We go out together as well on a night after you know we've had nights out so um some great coaching
5: and I love leaving the session feeling like I've had a good workout.
0: And the technique that the, the coach helped us and told us about it, it's really helped us. He's really friendly. Whatever I do, bad or seem stupid, he always encouraged me.
6: Like you found yourself, I found it myself, they very, very much enjoy it and that goes back to the first point of there being a lack of sports and a lack of opportunity for women and females um, not just again in Leeds but uh, in the country as a whole. Uh, they, they, they enjoy it more because they finally get that opportunity to not only participate but so of see their friends and socialise, um, and um, just burn off a lot of steam. Even that they might pick up from home again in the in the Valkyrie team.
7: All ages, shapes and sizes. I'm not the smallest of a person, but I still come along and I absolutely love it. I'm
5: absolutely shattered by the end of it, but I absolutely love it. I really enjoy the exercise. You know, exercise makes you happy. When I leave here. I can't really stop
8: because I have, like, those hormones bubbling in my body. Yeah, that's it. To know that one day on week I come here, uh, my head no is thinking in the youth, in my life, every day, the problem. No, I clear my head in one hour here. It's too important for me, yeah.
5: is Clara, um, I am uh, the person that started the basketball team uh, three years ago, no, not three years, 2021, so we started nearly two years ago by, I was just in the park with a friend and we chatted and she was going to play basketball far away, not Leeds, and I says oh well that's a good thing to start here, we could do it, why do we have to go so far, so then I always wanted to start um, something for women to get together, to get to know the neighbours, the friends, local people, so I just thought well, I just, because I've been thinking about that for many, many years, how I could get people to start something together, because coming being from a migrant background when I came to Leeds, I found it really hard to make new friends, so I just wanted a place that would, welcoming new people into the area and letting, like, get like comfort, make it to be easy for people to like connect, to make friends. So basketball was the idea. Uh, initially we thought, oh, basketball. I always loved playing basketball when I was a teenager. I haven't done it for years. And then I thought, hmm, that's, that's, that's what I'm going to do. I'll start a basketball team. So the, there you go. It wasn't, it, I must say, it wasn't really hard. I'm not gonna, because I had other people then that helped me. I didn't do it by myself. Uh, we, so at that time, I was all already in, I in, um, already knew Karen Peck and I knew of her project. So I thought maybe I could get in touch with Karen and she could help us by starting because I knew they had a small pot to start small clubs. Yeah.
4: Hi, I'm Karen. I work with Active Leads as a development officer working across some of our priority communities and leads, looking at how we can support people of all ages across the community to move more and be active in some way.
5: So then they were the first ones that support us and Karen actually helped me get in touch with Let's Do More and get a coach for our sessions. We
4: are always looking and listening um, to find them, like community leaders within the community. I'd connected with Clara on a number of occasions, and she came to me one day and said, Karen, I mean, you think we could maybe do some basketball for women? No, I sent her away, said, so like, if you can find some women, and we feel like it's an idea.
5: From there, I just messaged first five people to see if people would be interested. They said yes, all of the five. Then I widened my WhatsApp messaging group in Leeds, and yeah, start connecting, and I think on the first session we started with about 10 or 15 and it has been grown and grown. We have about 50 on our WhatsApp message. Not everybody comes every day. Some people come. Some people just like to see the message and follow us on the group but really find it as a really good group to be on. Uh,
8: I've been going to the gym for a long time. Uh, I asked about the because uh, I played in the high school for yeah, a long time, true. I would like practice at my age, yes? I asked in the reception, but always told me, no, no, it's possible, it's private, and it's possible, I'm, oh, okay, okay. But one lucky day, I find to the coach, yes, he go, hey, I ask him. Yax but it's possible uh, at my age because I am fifty-three years old yes. I like the sport. I asked him and she told me he told me yes Anna I has uh, a thing in Biston for all A's, no problems you come trying to go Yes of course Yeah of course. I'm happy in about twenty minutes you
4: got loads of people signed up um So we have some Sport England funding at the moment called Get Set Leeds Local and we were able to use that to to get ideas going and develop things. So we were able to provide some equipment, cost of the coach to to get the sessions going. We worked with Let's Do More in the past and we knew they were good guys and they'd get the the ethos of supporting the sessions without taking over the sessions. So it's always been about the Valkyries session and just how we can work together
5: with others to, to make it happen. Because at the start when I had the conversation with my friend we wanted to play basketball but there was nowhere for females to play basketball like on a starting level in South Leeds. I think there is one other team in North Leeds and that's that's pretty much it and unless it's like proper professional ones. I think there is a few very limited other teams but it's for professional people want to like do matches against each other so on a league we are not on a league we're just friendly it's
4: it's just taken off from day one and the, the women have designed their own logo they like voted on their own name it's it's very much owned by them and they they share out the responsibilities amongst the group and it's as you see from today, it's one of those feel-good sessions that you come along and everyone's smiling,
3: everyone's getting on. Um, I really feel like I want to be as involved and as active as possible to help the club because I feel like I get lots back from them as well. That Everybody volunteers so much of their time to do over and above. We really try to be an
5: inclusive place where people from different ages, different backgrounds can come together and exercise together. And I think exercise also... Connects people in a certain way, you know, like when you're competing on in a court against someone. is a way of connecting. And it's it's definitely one of our
4: success stories in showing that communities do hold the ideas and there's a range of different activities out there and that whatever it is, you get people along to it, people
5: will have fun. There's a lot of people that come to our session are based in South Leeds, either Beeston, Holbeck, Middleton, Belle Isle. We have a few that come from other parts of Leeds because they couldn't find a female basketball team anywhere else. And obviously we're not going to exclude them, but really our main aim is to connect people locally.
9: My name is Lauren Lewis. I'm here as a director of Let's Do More CIC, um, uh, the overarching arm of LDN Basketball. Yeah, yeah, so uh, Let's Do More is all around. Um, it's an organisation that was founded under the guise to raise aspirations around young people, especially those living in the most deprived areas of Leeds. Uh, the vehicle that we predominantly do this through is through basketball. hence our LDN Basketball project that's been running since 2018. 2019, sorry. There was a need for basketball. That was the main reason. Uh, I myself have a football background, so basketball wasn't the first thing that came to my mind, but it wasn't until I saw the potential of basketball in this city. Um, There was a lack of provision for basketball before we came, uh, especially for young people living in the most deprived areas of the city. Um, If you look at the demographics of basketball as a whole, uh, it's overrepresented in regards to the young people that take part from lower socioeconomic backgrounds, uh, black and minority ethnic backgrounds. Um, so it's a sport that's a great leveller in society, I feel. Um, and we just wanted to use, utilise its uh, prowess of uh, inclusion um, to, to just try and support the young people in the city.
6: Uh, My name is Shaquille Butler. Few and far between. Yes, there's there's not very many uh, women's teams around um, basketball or any other sports as well.
9: Clara, who who runs, who's the head of uh, Leeds Valkyries, I think she approached me two years ago, saying she has a, wants to do a women's group for basketball. We had the coach, so our coach out there, Coach Shaq, he's very experienced working, especially with uh,
6: female participants. Again, one of my aims, like I mentioned, I coached the girls' team in, uh, for the academy last year, uh, aiming to improve stigma around women's sport.
9: Yeah, there's only two clubs, junior clubs in the city. Um, basketball, if you look at basketball for the 11 to 15 age group, it's the second most popular teen sport in the country. So people, not, not many people realise that. For young people, teenagers, it's more popular than rugby, more popular than cricket. Mm. Um, but you don't see it represented in the number of clubs, especially in Yorkshire, I'd say. My personal opinion, I, I think historically this, this country has not... Provided the uh, the same level of interest, not even interest is the the backing. If you look at the people that make the decisions in Parliament, how many of them have would have played basketball at school? Um, oh, n- not not many. Um, football is it's a national sport, so that's always going to get a foot in. Um, but if you look at the MPs, how many of them would have played basketball at school? Yeah. Probably not many. So and that's where the decisions get made. So, basketball is the second most popular team sport, well, the second most popular sport in the whole world. Um, It's been just,
3: it's coming up to about a year that I've been involved with um, this particular club. I got involved because my son, who um, uh, is about 10, 11 at the time, he plays basketball. um, uh, And um, uh, I used to help him train to improve in the park. And I actually just had so much fun um, playing in the park with him that I went home one day really um, energised and thought, I'm going to find myself a club. (laughs) So I looked up, um, googled... uh, women's basketball team and uh, found this fun?
9: Um, It's an indoor sport, it's easy and accessible especially potentially for girls where some parents especially some of the parents that we work with um, they'll be more apprehensive about their young girls going out and playing outside Mm. as as much so having a safe space indoors where they can play um, uh, in a safe environment is, is very important so there is a demand but Unfortunately, the infrastructure is not there. When I am on my local, local park, the Cross Flats Park, there is
5: always people using the, the, the basketball courts, but it's really sad that when you go indoors, that's where there is lack of promoting, of using the
9: courts indoors. There's always loads of kids in Yorkshire playing. For some reason, I haven't put my finger on it, but for some reason, a city like Leeds, what's it, the third, fourth, biggest city in the whole, in the whole country, and it's only got two basketball clubs. Um, if you see how many kids like I'm at um, Colbert John Charles School now uh, I was doing an after school club and we have about 50, 60 kids after school playing same with all the other after school clubs that we do um, there's not there's, there's not the infrastructure um, we're, we've been trying to run a girls team for the last three years um, it's hard to start up because there's no local girls league um, so, so that's an, that's a barrier in itself if you want kids to take part in sport there needs to be a vehicle for them to to move on and progress within the sport.
4: Yeah. Hi I'm Karen I work Hi. with Active Leeds as a development yeah. officer working across some of our priority communities in Leeds. Barriers that we've got of having choices in the range of places there's lots of work being done trying to bring investment into the city um, but it's about trying to bring that into the right places for the right groups and, and making sure that We listen to the community and and what it is that they need and want. Um, There's different things about trying to open schools up, so we use school facilities more. So there is funding coming into into Leeds, but that lack of quality resources is, is sometimes something that gets fed back to us quite a lot. So it's trying to make the best use of what resources we do have in communities and look at what what the positives are within communities. So
9: we're in South Leeds right now. If you want to play basketball, there's only two places in Beeston slash Bellar. There's this school and Colburn School and potentially Middleton Leisure Centre. When Colburn School and Colburn John Charles School have exams, there's no basketball because the hall's been used for exams. Uh, Middleton Leisure Centre charged £60 an hour, so... It, if you, do, if you want to play organised basketball, it's, it's very hard. We've been fighting a, a battle for a while. The facilities is one of the major barriers. Yes,
7: yeah, so what we do is we come in... Um, we'll have a little bit of a a natter first until coach blows his whistle then we know to get in otherwise we're in trouble (laughs) and then what we do is we then um, do a warm up so we do some sprinting um, some squats and then we get on and do some skill learning
6: Um, Regarding coaching females girls and women uh, it requires a lot more attention uh, in terms of detail and sort of the fundamental skills a lot of what I've found coaching girls and women is they they're not necessarily at the fund have a lot of the fundamental movement skills um again not just in basketball in sport in general and physical activity We do
7: some skill learning depending whether we're doing the um dribbling or whether we're doing um shooting um or we're doing um defense blocking and
6: challenging due to things like uh I, my other job as a teacher as well which gives me a lot of insight into it as well uh i know that in schools a lot uh, from a younger age girls tend to shy away from sports and come away from sports and uh i find in even schools in teaching you get the excuses sort of a parent's note um or whatever it is for them to try and get out of uh, sport and physical activity. And a lot of reasons I found for that is um, due to embarrassment. Like as in, they're, they're, they have their own insecurities. Um, a lot of schools, uh, a lot of schools now have changed and and keep the try and keep the girls and boys separate, which is. Although there was many, many benefits to them being mixed, um, there's way more benefits to them having their own space and giving the girls that time to have their own space to participate in physical activity and sport.
7: And then what we'll usually do is leave about 10, 15 minutes at the end and we'll go into either mini-games oh, we'll do one big game, depending on the numbers that are there that week.
6: Stigmas around it, getting hot, sweaty and things like that, there's still a lot of insecurities, as in they, try and, they, they tend to shy away from uh, sports from a younger age. So as they grow up, they, like I said, I've found within the teams, um, the Valkyrie women, uh, the girls' teams that I've coached, they, a lot of them, the majority of them, tend to lack a lot of fundamental movement skills.
9: The girls have got so many barriers against them, so we've got the cultural barriers uh, to start off with, um, some of the, this is such a multicultural area, some some of the cultures we work with, the girls traditionally don't take part in sport or haven't got had the opportunity to take part in sport compared to the white British population for example. So we've got that barrier, we've got the barrier of finances, so you've got the barrier that you can't afford to pay £7 a session, £8 a session. You got the travel. There's no the lack of facilities in this side of the city is horrendous. Love
3: the ladies who come here. You know, some people. You know, we all come only make it on certain dates and things like that. You know, so uh, some people. You know, but you can see that. A lot of ladies want to come here every week. And Me personally, you know, when it's holidays and things like that and it's cancelled because of school holidays, etc., cetera, you know, um, I find it disappointing because I like to do something to keep up with my fitness. So, yeah, the friendship side is, is um, massive. You know, the ladies, it's kind of heartwarming when you come here and you feel happy when you see the ladies. Everybody's so happy to see each other. It's just a lovely atmosphere. We
9: need a venue that can house multiple, multiple sports. And
3: I love basketball, I really love it.
1: <laughs> this is a song
10: about the South Leeds Valkyries. Somebody told me from the team I was isolated, I didn't know people I found the team One lucky day I found the team Introducing Agnes Leonovitz
11: Well, it's
12: one of those sports that you you go into the outdoors open air for. It's competitive without being um, deadly, should we say. It's got room for social function in it and basically people come out here to have a reasonably good time in an open in a nice environment it's a pleasure for the brain
11: i
13: think it's the fact that it's a, a sport that's open to all really it's not really um you know, a level of fitness isn't really needed or aptitude for any particular game. It's, it's, it's just generally um, open. So,
14: but for me, I really like the social aspect of it, the fact that you mix with lots of different people who you wouldn't normally necessarily mix with. It's very inclusive. You never know who you're going to play with. <laughs>
13: You can, any physical shape, Um, I've played with um, people in wheelchairs who've had access to the terrain, who get great fun out of it, Um, somebody who was blind, who is um, instructed by voice commands, has also thoroughly enjoyed the game, so I think that... There isn't really a, a base requirement for age or fitness. Um, it's something anybody can can enjoy. Um,
14: so I've, I've got to know a lot of people and it's very friendly. That's what I really like is the, the friendliness, the fact that you don't have to have a partner, you don't have to have special equipment, you don't have to wear special shoes or clothes. Um, you just turn up and the good players play with the, the beginners and everyone will help you and it's just... A lot of fun. It's so informal and so nice.
0: I think it's very satisfying when you get it right. But because of the friendly nature of this club, it doesn't matter if you make a complete pig's ear of it. Uh, And you learn all the time. You get better the more you do. Uh, I mean, there are coaching courses and training courses, but I think our club is, is wonderful in the sense that we have... Such a wide range, from raw beginners to people who are at national level. And you learn from them. You learn all the time from them. They just give you little tips. You learn by watching them and you learn by trying to copy them.
13: Most clubs will have a spare bull, so it's not really restrictive if anybody can come along... They'll be given a set of bull and help to find the right size and the rhyme, the right weight for them. It really, is a, a sport that can be played on rough ground, and the beauty of it is, it shouldn't be too manicured. It should be, essentially, what I said, a piece of rough ground. So you have to allow for bad bounces and um, all that goes with it. It
14: attracts a lot of single people because. You don't have to have a team, you don't have to have a partner. And that's what's so nice, that we mix it up. Every, so for every game, you never know who you're going to be paired with. It could be somebody good, it could be a complete beginner, it could be somebody young, it could be somebody old. I mean, we've got kids who come and play as well. So it's it's the variety that's really what makes it. It makes it so much fun. I think it's nice to have something that's um, regular, you know, this is something that happens four afternoons a week if it's not raining. We play through all sorts of weather. And we've we've played on rock-solid, ice-covered terrains before now.
12: But where we are now is a former tennis court, which is not used. Yeah, There are other facilities like this around Yeah, that can be adapted quite readily. And one of the reasons that we are here is the council doesn't have to do anything to maintain the facility of the Patankh terrain, because we paid for it, we bought it, and it doesn't need any maintenance.
0: Getting the ball to land exactly where you want it is very good, but for me, definitely the most satisfying moment is when I shoot and I connect, and the opponent's balls are scattered to the four
11: winds. (laughs) Une partie de pétanque plaisir la boule tu la tu la
0: well, I would say, um, coping with the fact that the terrain is not completely flat, so you have to allow for all the different things you 're looking at the the distance and the, uh, the force with which you throw and the arc which the ball makes
14: in the air. We do have young people. It predominantly attracts um, older people, people who are retired, simply because of the times that we play, because we play during the day.
0: But we do play at the weekend and in the evening as well. Um, the one I like is, that was a really good line when you clearly thrown it much too far.
12: And that's where it differs from most other sports. Most other sports have a prepared terrain to play on. Yeah, no matter how you prepare a gravel gravel bed, <laughs> you can't control it. Yeah. So that adds the element of chance, fortune and, good, and misfortune with equal measure. Um,
0: we sometimes have people who turn up from Uh, other parts of the country but also from all over the world Um, but it's just the wide range of people
14: yeah the other thing that I like about Patank is that you can turn up at other clubs so my daughter lives in Glasgow and every time I go and visit her I invite myself as a guest and play there and it's really interesting seeing a different club and how they do things slightly differently and uh, we've pinched a couple of ideas from glasgow and then when i go and visit my friend in plymouth uh, i go and play there and they do things differently again and it's nice playing on different terrains with different people and it's the same thing if I just turn up, I don't even live in the city, I've just got three ball in my bag and we start playing and chatting and I'm as welcome there as I am in Leeds. Like
13: with a lot of sports, you spend a lot of time not throwing the ball um, and standing around getting to know each other um, and like anything, it's um, people come from many, many different uh, backgrounds and, and upbringings and uh, whatever.
14: Actually, the most satisfying Point in a Patton game it's not about for me it's not about winning it's about playing well and it's also about having a fairly even good contest and a good tussle with your opponents
13: whatever age um you are and um, whatever you think your capabilities are sporting wise it's one of the few things I think that you can you can play for a very long time um and also at a range of different levels, a bit similar to golf with the handicapping system, but but because it doesn't involve such, such flexibility or, or walking or whatever, you really can play it. Um, I think there was a chap at a, a club in the in the York League who was over ninety still playing, um, and we've got youngsters who obviously enjoy playing it at, from you know eight, ten, ten onwards.
0: I would say that. Anybody can come along and try. We always have spare bull available for people, and you'll be welcomed. If you decide it's not for you, fair enough. But you, if you don't try, you won't find out. It is fun, essentially. It's it's a fun game.
11: La boule paraît se planque comme un loisir, tu la vises et tu la manques, mes charges ton tir, une partie de pétanque, ça fait plaisir, une partie de pétanque, ça fait plaisir.
10: Down at Old Jack Lane 50 years ago, Leeds Aikido building it up slow. It's always been about the young people, that's the way we fall and roll. What every city needs is the scene we have in. is we like to play hard Yeah, we like to win But competition's just a stage in life Competition isn't everything It's looking after other people City needs is the teacher we have in Leeds If you've been to Japan, it's because of that man At the heart of it all, it's the man they call Bob Jones, Bob Jones Bob Jones, Bob Jones Bob Jones
15: Right, I'm Bob Jones. Um, I'm one of the five directors of the Ichiban Dojo in Leeds, which is a martial arts centre that covers essentially all the Japanese martial arts, from Aikido, Judo, Karate, Aikijitsu, Kenjitsu, Jujitsu. So there's a wide range, but they're all fundamentally Japanese. We, we normally run a pattern where we have a, a junior classes that start about 6.30 on an evening, and they'll always be followed by the adults, the adult classes. So about 7.30 we start teaching adults. So tonight, Tuesday night's an Aikido night, so it'll be junior Aikido followed by senior Aikido. Uh, the pattern's repeated on a Wednesday with judo, junior judo, senior judo. And it's so that when the kids get a bit older they don't have to change nights to progress in the art that they're doing. Uh, Because if they have other things on other nights, football or swimming or something, makes it more difficult just to move nights. Yeah, I I, I mean, I started Aikido in Leeds in 1971, 72. um, And I'd done judo before that. But there were very, very few Aikido classes in the 1970s. Um, I think the nearest to Leeds was Scarborough and possibly Birmingham places. So they were quite (laughs) far apart in the 70s. Um, And we we started, I, I wasn't the first person to do Aikido in Leeds, but I took over from my old instructor who moved on. Um, he moved location, so uh, I, I took over with another couple of people, and we ran the club since I think 1975. Well, I started with judo. I mean, everybody started with judo in those days, but but I is quite. How can we put it? Aikido is is has quite a long history. It's quite complex you can never stop really learning it. Now you could say that about judo as well, um, and karate. But Aikido's sorta of got that fundamental to it that it's it's got a culture, a Japan the Japanese culture's still embedded in it and it's 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 a lifetime of learning and you can never really sort of say, I've got it now, I understand it there's always something new around the corner to, to sort of learn. I think in 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 a modern sense a a lot of martial arts are now seen as as very physical very sort of if you're big and you're strong then you're going to win aikido's maintained that that cultural thing of of focusing on technique focusing on the real art of how to do it rather than it just being sort of I'll say grunt and groan, you know, like the wrestling type thing. Um, so it's still got that sophistication and that element, that cultural element, like I said. And, and the way that it's taught, although we've modernized the way it's taught, been taught um, for Western purposes, it, it's still got a lot more tradition to it than some of the other martial arts. There are, t- there are two, I won't say divisions, but there are two approaches to it. One, uh, the more traditional approach um, doesn't like the word competition, although I'd say that anybody who does anything like this, it's a sport, yeah? You're developing physical skills and using physicality to do throws. Um, so I would call all Aikido a sport. It, the differential is whether you're actually compete in it or not. So you can do judo without doing competition. But we do have a competitive element. So a lot of ours will compete, but some you don't have to compete. Leeds have had more male and female individual world champions than any other club in the world, including Japan. I think everybody's been affected by the pandemic. We, we can't get away from that. Nationally, I think we've, we've lost quite a lot of clubs, but I would suppose judo and karate and the others will, especially if they're in sports centres or other sorts of places that have maybe closed down. We're quite lucky that we have a purpose-built dojo that you've, that you've seen, um, which is quite well done out, quite appealing, quite, you know, family orientated. Um, and, and we've been able to survive. Uh, and I think the clubs, I and mean, we were the first club, one of the first clubs to open in the country because it was our premises and we could open and we didn't have to go through a sports centre or community hall or have other people saying we're not open yet because of COVID. We could get started quite soon although we've got all the COVID prevention things in place. But, um, so it, we have got an advantage. And since since we've come back after COVID, we have had a lot of new people coming and, and starting to do martial arts in general, but Aikido. It has got that sort of mental approach to it as well. So I think a lot of the people come back for the um, not just the health, but the well-being bit as well. So it's got a sort of, um, you know, it helps build self-esteem and other things, but the confidence building. And I think a lot of people that have been in the home for over two years are looking for something that doesn't just do the physical, but it also attracts and helps some of the mental aspects of getting out there in the world again.
16: Walk through the wall, walk through the wall for these people.
15: Inclusivity of it, I just love the fact that nobody cares—not what background you are, what religion you are, what gender you are, how you built. Nobody cares.
2: Well, actually, when I was really young, I always wanted to do a martial arts, but you see, my grandmother wouldn't let me, and uh, I was a bit disappointed because all my cousins got to do taekwondo while I didn't even get to do any of it. So when I uh, get a bit older. And when I got to, to travel, to come to, to Europe and to go to university in Edinburgh, I saw that they were doing Aikido, so I took on the class and uh, never looked back to since. <laughs>
17: So I've been doing Aikido since I was four. And I think the best thing that I've gathered for myself is self-confidence. Um, it's built a lot of confidence in myself, not only in the dojo and on the mats, but outside as well. Um, it's brilliant for a senior doing this sport to see the progression of a junior build that confidence. Um, it gives you a sense of sort of responsibility, gives you a bit of sort of enjoyment, and that you're watching the kids grade through the ranks and become a become a transition from a, a junior to a senior.
2: A lot of us do help assist the coaches on the junior sessions, which is quite nice to give back. And then in the senior sessions, they'll help us. So we learn more as well. And then we tip that to the younger students. And it's just it's, it's the family of it all. Like everyone, even people that aren't in your own clubs, are the fa- your family.
15: I, th- I think, in, in, in a modern sense, a, a lot of martial arts are now seen as, as very physical very sort of if you're big and you're strong then you're going to win Aikido's maintained that, that cultural thing of, of focusing on technique focusing on the real art of how to do it It's a friend in one way but on the other hand there's a deep philosophy involved it's the oriental style of philosophy not, not what we used to in England plainly and it gives you a kind of outlook that's very humanitarian and very caring <laughs>
10: This club sort of instils sort of very, very historic sort of um, rules of conduct, if you like, rules of discipline. I think that's important, so that's what they pick up here.
18: It's kind of, it's weird because it's martial art and you're fighting on the mat, but yet you can go off the mat after the competition and everyone's just friends. At the end of the day, um, I'm doing it about seven years, and it's just it's it's just really fun to me. I don't know. I just I like I like the team. I like how like with um with bigger sports, you know, judo, Olympic sports. Um, I feel like you don't get a sense of team like you do here because no, you know, no one's here for the money. It's just we're all here because we love aikido.
15: There's very little aggressiveness towards each other, purely for the ten or fifteen minutes where they might be having about a free play training. But it, it, it's 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 pretend we don't mean it uh, so we support you
10: know please if somebody can get the better of you you're pleased.
1: I like the
2: fact that like it's not just about learning new techniques you can like you can use them techniques how you learn to create your own like cutters so that's what we've been doing. There's the
18: martial arts side of things where you have the respect you know there are certain there's an etiquette around martial arts so they have to ask permission to go onto the mat Mm -hmm. they have to ask permission to leave the mat they have to sit a certain way Um, and it's quite structured Um, And with all that comes a lot of respect, and there's a lot of respect for the older, more experienced ones. Because I
2: started at a really young age. I've been doing it for about nine years now. I've grown up around the map, so everyone's known me. So we all grow up together. It's the discipline
14: side of it. It's something for them to focus on. It's a discipline, and it actually helps their memory as well.
17: Um, Aikido splits it up, um, so um, we could get a complete newcomer that'll come into the dojo. Um, we'll, we'll, everyone will welcome them um, and then they could get up with someone who's had the experience that I have um, so we don't separate each people, everyone's learning from one another um, I think Aikido in, in itself I find that from a social aspect we are very tight knit, I think that comes from being such a, not a closed off sport but, a, but a, a minority
15: sport. And I think well, another thing that makes it different from a martial art is other martial arts, you're doing it with another person, which I, you don't really get that in other martial arts, so you're actually you build up teams and relationships and things like that, so even though the randry fighting bit is a very individual thing, this it builds teams It has got that sort of Mental approach to it as well. So I think a lot of the people come back for the um, not just the health but the well being bit as
18: well. When they come here, it seems to me, having never done Aikido, you have to be absolutely in the zone. Um, you have to be really focused because there's a lot of elements going on all at the same time. It's almost like learning to drive. You've got to remember to keep your hands on the steering wheel, you've got to remember when to change gear, you've got to remember what to do with your feet. And it's very similar, I think, in Aikido. And because you are so focused... Um, you've no time to think about anything else going on at home. It
15: helps build self-esteem and other things, but the confidence building. And I think a lot of people that have been in the home for over two years are looking for something that doesn't just do the physical, but it also tracks and helps some of the mental aspects of getting out there in the world again we're interested in aikido heavily but primarily it's a family and a group of friends when
2: you walk into the mat is there is no gender there is no race uh you know no age um you you, you, you are just your belts that you're wearing
18: Love the cases,
7: love the clauses, love the adverbs and the antecedents, love the words. From ELFM. <laughs>